0: Hello. Hey everyone. Um, Hope you're all staying safe and healthy during this time. Uh, Mm -hmm. We wanted to hop on really quickly um, for a number of reasons. Uh, So, first of all, um, we feel very strongly about Black Lives Matter and we stand in solidarity with protesters. Um, We recorded this podcast before any of this went down, and we realized that we didn't want to pretend like nothing was happening. Correct. Um, with that in mind, uh, we would like to encourage you to donate if you are able to do so. But obviously, it's important for you to find organizations whose mission resonates with you. Right. Um, So there is a number of places
1: where you could donate as well as sign petitions. Um, There's quite a few change.org positions out there, not just for George Floyd, but for many other people who have been affected by police brutality. Um, So please do your part in trying to find these petitions. They are everywhere on the internet at this point. You can find them and you can sign them. Um, I'm also encouraging you to donate to the George Floyd Memorial Fund, which is on GoFundMe, um, as well as the Minnesota Freedom Fund. Um, there are quite a few other places to donate, just like Julie was mentioning. But um, I just want to encourage other people that if you have the funds to be able to do do your part and um, just do what you can to support the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, This movement may seem like, for some people, may seem like it's uh, become a big issue over a week, but this is something that has been going on for decades, um, if not centuries. (laughs) And so I would just like to encourage our listeners to try to educate themselves um, as well as, use their voice um just with everyone who is protesting right now those who have been jailed this weekend because of this and definitely those who have been affected by police brutality um whether they are alive or not is including their families and all of their loved ones who are affected by it um and so we wanted to post this before our episode just so um, just to get the word out and just show that we are also standing in solidarity
0: and um for some of you, Minneapolis may seem really far away, or oh things like that don't happen in my community, um but it happens everywhere, all around the world, so I yeah. would encourage you to find um ways to take action in your own community as well
2: mm-hmm. and
0: um especially for my fellow white people to find ways to educate yourself. Uh, The systems are like instances may raise awareness, but systems are not going to change unless we all do the work. So do some self-reflection and think about um, what we can do better.
1: Yeah. I also want to encourage non-black people during this time to, listen to black voices on the internet, Um, (laughs) hear their cries, hear their calls for desperation, like they are hurting. We, I should say, I'm Black, we are hurting right now, Um, and it is a very tough time. We go through this mass protesting at least once a year, Um, and it is really hard to see even the ones that don't get as much attention as these do, every single one hurts the same. Um, so please try to listen to Black voices, not just celebrities. Listen out to your friends that you know on the internet that are Black. Um, you know, their feelings are valid as well. If you are going out and protesting, um, I know protest has Reached beyond America's borders. So, if you are going out there and protesting, please do stay safe. There is still a virus out there. So, if you're going out there to protest, please do wear your mask, bring your hand sanitizer, Um, definitely make sure you are taking the proper precautions before going out to protest, and just do your best to stay safe.
0: So, stay safe, stay healthy, and. Um, enjoy the pod
2: um
1: yeah so surprise august d2 finally released
0: can i just say that like Kalea will already know, but, like, just let me gloat for a second. I was, like, I know Big Hit. It's Yoongi. He's gonna release it on day two, and then, like, in the Billboard interview, he's, like, I wanted to release it on, like, D-minus two just to, like, trick people, and I'm, like, you're not tricking me at all. Like, I've been being tricked for years. I know how you work. (laughs) Like, so part of me was convinced that
1: he wasn't going to release it because he said in a V live, himself no, forget about it, it's not happening." <laughs> then also, everyone was thinking it was possibly Jungkook, but I could tell by the chains that he had on that little picture. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> who else oh wears jewelry like this? <laughs> That's definitely Yugi. Uh, I was was pretty
0: sure it was unbeat,
1: yeah. I was not expecting, like, it to drop on day two. That messed me up.
0: (laughs) Trust no man. (laughs) Yeah, that was crazy. Every
1: time (laughs) he releases a mixtape, I wake up to it in a complete daze, like, what's going on? Why is the whole entire timeline on fire? (laughs) My messages lit up. What's going on? What's that
0: meme? Is it from community? It's like, (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Childish Gambino's real name but he like walks in with the pizza and like everything's on fire
1: <laughs> basically that was me when I woke yeah. up that day
0: <laughs> so do you want to kick us off as like the soap bias I feel like you have honorary first word
1: well first I was just oh, excuse me first I was just curious do you think the timing of having <laughs> the album art posted on apple music do you think that was purposeful
0: <laughs> kind of after the d2 thing i think so but wasn't it like d1 like what's the timing off even from d2 the time yeah. change is always throwing me for a loop but i was like haha it's gonna be d2 like i remember texting our group chat and no one said anything and then i was like okay i'm wrong and then i thought it was d1 when like apple released the the picture so i don't know
1: well, I felt like Apple released the pictures on D2, but I feel like the album itself came out on D1. D1.
0: Yeah, okay, good. I'm glad I'm not alone in this, because I was like, historically, I'm not great at counting, but... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel it like weird. something was off there. It was weird.
1: I didn't think of it until later. I'm like, was this a marketing strategy to get us... Probably. ...go you know insane? or did they accidentally upload that?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I have a feeling that a lot of the, like, I mean, I realize Apple is global, but a lot of the, like, Western streaming services just, like, struggle with the whole KST, you know, like, EST thing or EDT, whatever time it is right now, but I mean, that's fair. I'm also, like, always unprepared, <laughs> so.
1: All right, well. Yeah, I bet I
0: it was. I just remember, like, also telling our group chat, like, oh, he's probably really sad. He gives us so much, but it's probably like, he's just like, ha, 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 ha,
2: ha. <laughs> Get well, the money back.
1: <laughs> the way they were questioning it and Big Hit was like, we cannot release that information at this time. <laughs> so, that's why I was like, did they do that on purpose, or they didn't? That was an accident, putting that, that out. Like, it wasn't supposed to actually be switched yet, because someone was saying that that is um, it's not something you have to go through someone to do. Like the artists themselves can change it. So I'm like, something yeah. I realize that. Oh, if I change this right now before the actual release, everyone is going to go and see it. Cause like we're nosy, y- you know, Army's in, like, like, yeah, nosy.
0: we're gonna be looking. You're at not slipping it. anything past Army ever, <laughs> except for apparently yeah. he'll be in the back of the <laughs> arena. But like, aside from that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: crazy
0: um so the thing is if it was marketing why wouldn't they have also put it on spotify at the same time like why was
2: apple the first to drop i don't know good question i don't know they probably did it on accident (laughs)
1: like uploaded it didn't realize oh we probably shouldn't have done that (laughs) and it was too late by
0: then yeah someone got either like demoted or like a heavy slap on the wrist. <laughs> Do you want to talk articles or lyrics?
1: Well, I was going to talk about the music video first since that oh, was least concurrent. By all with, means. Um, with the album. So that was the first thing that I listened to was the music video. As I'm sure most people, that was the first thing they clicked on.
0: Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> My notes are a hot mess.
1: I didn't really have I couldn't have any expectations for it because it was a surprise, but I didn't know what I was getting into when I <laughs> clicked that video. Mind you, it is like around eight a m when I'm waking up to watch this on a work day. um most of the house is still asleep, so <laughs> I'm trying not to lose my marbles <laughs> like I was not ready for that beat to drop <laughs> the way it did like <laughs> if it was possible if I was like had it connected to a subwoofer and that beat drop like that, I would have literally been blown away, because I actually was like, "Ah!" I had to stop myself from screaming, (laughs) because I was not prepared for how insane that beat drop was.
0: Your aunt and uncle come in like,
2: oh my god, are you okay?
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, genuinely almost flew back. Um... Wow. So I didn't, I realized I was watching it. I didn't have the subtitles turned on. So really I was just getting visuals. I had no idea what he was talking about. Sometimes that's about. good though. Yeah, I could tell he was spinning fire, whatever it was. But <laughs> yeah, that music video was just all around great. The cultural aspects of it, the production's insane. Going back, the lyrics are nuts. Like, yeah, a great <laughs> <laughs> great
0: first single <laughs> i saw a tweet that said digita and dang sit at the same table <laughs> and, like spit at others <laughs> as they walked by and i was like yeah As like a wholehearted dang enthusiast i was like yeah that's accurate can <laughs> <Ken> vouch like <laughs> yeah 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 Also, I just want to say, for the record, Yoongi has 100% seen the signs that are, like, step on me, Shuga, because, like, in the video, he's literally stepping on the back of, like, a courtesan or, like, retainer, and I'm, like, all right.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So, I'm getting kingdom vibes. I don't know if that's the actual set, but it looks like it is, but everyone probably set whenever they have to do, like, historical
0: period pieces, yeah
1: read dramas so I wouldn't be surprised if it is the same one but it looks very familiar to me um yeah him standing on that guy's back I was like is this a real like really someone's back or is he just (laughs) is is that a real person or is he actually standing on someone right now um i would like the (laughs) volunteer.
0: and our conversation has already been derailed (laughs) Uh,
1: and the main part of that entire video was him in that six thirteen twenty four inch lace wig, like go off, King. I was not ready for that. Literally, go off, King. I was not. <laughs> I was not ready for that. Um, yeah, that's like the man of my dreams,
0: <laughs> blondie and you. with the sword. <laughs> All I could think of, and I tweeted this about five times. It was like Legolas from Lord of the Rings. But then when I actually put them side by side, it was like, who wore it better? And I was like, Yoongi wore it better. (laughs) So I was just pulling up uh, Genius, which is like the most helpful site ever for like annotations and lyrics and stuff like that. And apparently the Born a Slave, Risen to a King line is based on a 2012 movie called Masquerade where the king finds a double in order to avoid the constant threat of assassination and it says the music video seems to be inspired by this movie so i mean i was also getting kingdom vibes but that's probably because i just watched kingdom but i'm curious if that movie
2: was also set on that same like stage set Hmm. but i haven't
0: seen it but yeah also, was that, like, a drawing of Bong PD in front of, the, like, old car and, like, <laughs> when he's, like, he's dancing every day as, like, our revenues go up? I'm, like, They've, like, oh. they've drawn that before. <laughs> so. Did it, Bong PD, like, approve that line or does Shuga really have just, like, total free reign?
1: <laughs> I mean, he said he did this entire thing, like, pretty much himself. He he's, like,
0: surprise! And Bong PD's, like, <clears throat> come into my office. Like...
1: Uh also the Jinko cameo was great.
0: Okay, I missed that the first time, living that iPhone 6 life. It was so small. I was also in my bed, like trying to pry my eyelids open. And I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I went on Twitter and they're like, Jin and Jungkook. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I had to go back. And that yeah, I missed it. I'm fake, but <laughs>
1: I was watching it on TV and I'm sitting right in front of it, so I caught it the first time. But I was just like, this. It just added to the insanity that was just building throughout the entire video. So much to take in.
0: (laughs) Apparently, they referenced that too previously, where Jungkook was like, in a dream, I had a dream that Jin and I were fighting, and it was (laughs) like, bro, (laughs) what dream is that? (laughs) The Kingdom-inspired dream, but
1: yeah. Did you have any thoughts on what the music video meant, or if it
0: had? Any- uh, I kind of did i I've seen some theories. I will say firstly, I'm not one for theories really in depth, like some army are on some next level things, and I'm not there, but I saw I couldn't really tell right? like the car was throwing me off. I'm like, is it like a time traveler descendant upstart? versus like the king on top but the thing i kind of settled on was like it's his past versus his present so like he can go as high as he wants and become like the king of rap or korea or whatever he you know in the video but like his past self will always be there and he can't escape it and it could like eventually vanquish him especially in light of the rest of the lyrics so that was my interpretation (laughs) uh how about you
1: Um, so, when I first saw the video, and eight times after, I was still confused, like, why is he taking himself out? I really didn't get it, but, um, after, after reading the lyrics, and I think this was maybe in an article, I can't remember, but he was basically talking about how, like, he can't even go back and listen to the first Augustine anymore, like, it just... I guess he feels he's more mature now, and the music just doesn't, or his feelings and thoughts at that time just don't equal up to what he feels now, so I guess it was like him pretty much kind of trying to move on from that past, so he was basically just taking him out.
0: <laughs> but if that's true, well, was Blonde Yungi the past? That would make sense. Like, is uh, the king the past? Because I was viewing the dark-haired kid as the past.
1: No, so I'm assuming that blonde-haired Yoongi is the past, because in August D...
0: Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah,
1: Yeah. because based off of...
0: I don't know, I guess I felt like...
1: How do I explain it? So I feel like with August D, the lyrics were more... hmm, They were more... They were more angry... Yeah. And I feel like, for sure, the, the, this mixtape, the lyrics are more, mm, I don't know, they're a bit more insightful. Like he's pondering on like a lot of things. And it's a, I mean, not like the last one wasn't emo, but this one is like emo in a different sense. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like, you know, the blonde one was just supposed to be this like mad, king that was basically on this tirade and he was like we gotta take you out because if you read the lyrics it's basically just going on and on about how like you other people ain't
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah how are we not gonna curse this episode yeah
1: like you you're basically peons like you're nothing to me <laughs> and I have all this money and i can do whatever i want but then there's this break where he actually starts reflecting, like, well, wait, I have all of this, but what's left after this? Like, I can't go any higher than this, and it's almost like he has this Icarus moment, but then he goes right back into the
0: BS. (laughs) In all caps, I have that effing whisper rap, in all caps. (laughs) And it doesn't say effing, but I'm gonna keep it to that. Uh, yeah. Um, Yugi can, like, change his flow, like, seven times per song and not even blank so I wasn't even surprised at that part of it but just like yeah the whisper part killed me um but going back to the billboard article that you mentioned he said August D was like a moment in time and in 2016 when he was making that he was all in all the time at max capacity and I think you could definitely see that um this is a little bit probably an unpopular opinion I mean I liked Augusty, don't get me wrong like the first mixtape but it was really aggressive and angry. Like I had to be, and I, maybe I've even talked about this on another, on another episode. I don't know if we cut it, but I had to be in a certain kind of mood to listen to that. Like he was super angry all the time. As you just said, it was like a thousand percent rage. Um, so I do think, I think there was a question I can't remember if it was in the Billboard article or the Time article, but they ask him, do you feel like you've grown as an artist? And he was like, that's for the listener to decide. And 120%, I think he has. Not that he wasn't good before. <laughs> like, he's already starting from a really high baseline. But I think you see, like, a certain maturity that was maybe not there for the last one. Uh,
1: so, Yeah. You can
0: disagree with me.
1: No, I mean I guess for me when I listen to any of BTS's songs, I'm I'm only going to remember the gist of what the song is about because I don't know Korean. So when I'm listening to it, I'm basically going off a vibe slash the beat for the most part. Mm -hmm. Um so it wasn't like it was hard for me to listen to the album or not the album, but it wasn't hard for me to listen to August D because I, I, I don't know the lyrics, so I, I'm not like really remembering, oh, he's like super angry in this song. It, it just kind of all sounds just like, you know, good music to me. So I, I really enjoyed OG. Um I was thankful for him for being so open and honest and like raw on that album. Um, I hadn't heard anything like that before from him. So it was a real eye opener to be able to get inside his head like that and plus I think that that mixtape had just been years and years in the making in like years of pent-up anger and feelings that he just basically had to just get it out um so but I do definitely think with this one he has grown I feel like the production is better um I feel like lyrically he's grown um definitely like as a rapper like flow, bars, like, all of it's just, he's just grown a lot since the last album, but I still think August D is a solid, solid effort, so.
0: Yeah, that wasn't to put it, I guess, I shouldn't put that one down. I think it was really good, and there's a lot that really resonated there that, like, had not, I mean, there was a lot there that we hadn't seen from BTS or Suga specifically but I agree with you that this album is like or this mixtape is above and beyond which is good right (laughs) I would hope I'm not doing the same thing I was doing four years ago
1: right I would hope you would grow at least a little bit
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I thought it was interesting I'm well first of all just real quick what was your favorite track from the mixtape or tracks, plural.
1: Okay, so (laughs) (laughs) I listened to the album quite a few times without actually reading the lyrics to it, because like I said before, when I'm going to be listening to this in my car later, I'm not going to remember every word for word that this song is about, because I don't know Korean. Um, Maybe one day. But I just don't. <laughs>
0: <And> so, <laughs> Anytime you say one day, I'm like, just one day. But, like, I can't derail every conversation <laughs> like this.
1: And so I want to basically just get a vibe for the album without knowing what he's yeah. talking about. I do
0: the same thing. Yeah.
1: Like, So just listening to it, I really liked People. Um, I also really liked i like the last song i can't remember what it's called right now dear my friend yes i like the last song and i liked strange then after listening to the lyrics (laughs) i'm kind of on the fence about picking a favorite um the lyrics will change my entire view of the entire album.
0: <laughs> Cause I was not expecting any of that. <laughs> I agree. I really like people. Like just the okay, so first of all, I think this mixtape flows so well as a cohesive whole. Like from song to song it's just so good. Like I've had it on loop for days and I'm not getting tired of it yet. But I love how people sound. Um, well I'll get more into the lyrics I guess later, but it was interesting. The reason I brought it up is in Billboard, uh, they asked him to like choose some lyrics and he chose to feature some lyrics from people. And then even in the billboard, or I'm sorry, even in the time article, he's quoting people and he says, "What's good is good. And he's talking about collabs. And I wanted to ask you, how did you interpret that? I interpreted that as not having a set style or genre, like, just liking good music for what it is, but I could also see someone, like, kind of making a joke of, like, Jerry Seinfeld of, like, <laughs> it is what it is. What's good is good. Like, what does he mean by that? And then I saw, as I was going through line by line, that it's also in the lyrics for people, so curious to hear your take on that, and then we can probably dive into lyrics more.
1: Um, I kind of took it as, like, it is what it is, like... <laughs> Basically, he's just gonna. It's all kind of like what he was talking about in people. Like, I'm. What's the point (laughs) in in going back and forth about whether this is this or this is that? Like, it is what it is. It's good. (laughs) Like, if, if you like it, then you do. If you don't like it, then you don't. Or, you know, I'm gonna basically. I'm going to do what it is that I need to do or what I feel like I want to do on this. And if the result is good, then it is. That's just what it is. That's how I interpret it.
0: I wasn't sure if it was like, cause there's that really common expression, like, uh, was it like, uh, perfect is the enemy of done or, you know, good enough is good enough. Like if at some point he just records his raw feelings and puts that out into the world, or if he's saying, Kind of, I can appreciate different genres, which is why I can collaborate with so many different people across the music industry. I was just curious if there was like a deeper meaning to that, but especially since he chose it and referenced it in the Billboard article and then again in the Time article, and then it was in the lyrics. Um, I also liked his comment, I guess, one final thing in the Time magazine article and then we can move on to lyrics uh he said it's good to know that it's fine when things go in an unintended direction because you can always start over again keep calm take the next best option and move forward and that's just so I found that really wise or really resilient everyone talks about having grit and I'll never forget like we were joking about like, it was one of our earliest conversations. You were, like, this kid is straight up out of the trenches of Daegu. And I was, like, cracking up at the time. But, like, I think this mixtape, in all seriousness, like, really shows his resilience and his grit. And, like, kind of. endear Dear My Friend, <laughs> like, kind of. So, anyway, we'll get there. But I'm just super inspired by him and his
2: outlook. So.
1: Yeah this guy's been like dropping gems lately of wisdom. Where was it? I tweeted about it so I have to go find it because I don't want to misquote. It. He was doing his painting in the last video and he it didn't come out the way he thought it was going to. So. Was that
0: with the screen printing thing? That, yeah. That like paint screen? Yeah. Yeah, and at the
1: end, this is right before the live goes off. He just drops this gem of wisdom, and he's like, "Paint over your life to your heart's content. You never know, something new might pop up on its own." And I'm like, "If you are not catching that, <laughs> if you are not paying <laughs> enough, you might have missed that little gem of wisdom he just dropped right there." <laughs> I feel like he's been very mm, insightful lately.
2: Wise
0: cool because he's honestly, I would say, when we've discussed this before. He's honestly one of the more private members, I think.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So maybe it's not, like, recently that he's being insightful. Maybe this is just his like, normal everyday (laughs) mode of living, but this is, like, we're finally getting to see more of it. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I've always felt this way. Yoongi is very relatable, and I don't, have I don't want to turn this into the mean girl scene where they're like she doesn't even go here and like the chick is in the back like crying and she's like I just have a lot of feelings please tell me you've seen mean girls yes I've seen me okay all right you weren't like (laughs) reacting and I was like this is about to be like some things I hate about you all over again but um okay so lyric translation for Moonlight my biggest enemy is the anger inside me. The more dreadful is the battle with the laziness inside me. Sometimes I resent God, asking why he made me live a life like this, what I'm doing, and if I love music at all. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but also, it's interesting because I've been reading, I've been using my like lockdown time to do a lot of soul searching and like, career development stuff and just trying to get more direction in my own life and i'm reading this book and uh the author is david white um and i'm paraphrasing here but it was the book is crossing the unknown sea like work is identity um and i'm i have like mixed feelings about it so far i'm only like 50 pages in but he says that anger is usually powerlessness or the inverse of our biggest fears So I'm interested, like, this resentment and anger that he's talking about. And there's multiple references to, like, youth as collateral in the album. Is he resenting some of the things that he's had to give up to be where he's at right now?
1: Yeah, I had those same lyrics um, written down for note. I'm like, what is he so angry about? Why is he so angry? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to wrap my head around like why. Not even so much why is he so angry. What what is he still holding on to? Like why why is he having a hard time letting it go? Um. Yeah. I, I think he thought it was weird. <laughs> he no, I shouldn't say I thought it was weird. <sighs> No, I thought it was weird. Why does he think he's lazy? I hate this narrative. And I know he said it himself, but there's just been this running narrative of him being lazy for since the beginning of BTS. And I just feel like he's far from it. <laughs> like if yeah. you think about, just think about just this year alone, we're not even halfway done with it. Think about what yeah. he's done. And this year alone, he's had two collaborations. He's been on YouTube Live painting, showing a different side to him that we didn't know he had. He put out a mixtape. He's apparently had a hand in this entire mixtape process from the music video to the tape itself, the way it was released, like everything. Like, why does this guy think he's lazy? He was about to go on a world tour. And, like, they're about to put another album out. Like, <laughs> yeah. I thought he was lazy.
0: <laughs> so, I think, I think, okay. <laughs> I know we cut this part and deleted it and sent it into like the abyss or the ether or whatever word you want to use. But like, last week when we got off on that huge tangent and I was being really emo about like whatever it is that I'm doing, um, you were saying the goalposts are always moving. And I think that's why, because I was having a heart to heart with my other friend from undergrad. She's like, we were talking about something dumb, like the number of books I've read this year or something. And she was like, every time you get close to hitting your 12 books, that was your goal for the year. You push the goal to 18 books or 24 books. And then you're like, why am I never effing reaching my goal when in reality, you've actually exceeded your goal, but you just keep like moving it further and further away from yourself. Yeah. And that's like a dumb example, but that same book that I referenced by David White, he quotes Van Gogh. And Van Gogh says, I'm so angry with myself because I cannot do what I should like to do. And at such a moment, one feels as if one were lying bound hand and foot at the bottom of a deep, dark well, utterly helpless. So I think Yungi's not lazy, maybe only by his own metric. You know, like you were just saying, none of us would ever call him lazy. But if he has all these plans in his head of, like, this is what I'm going to do this year, or, and say he wanted to do ten collabs, and he does four, we're like, oh my god, he did four collabs, and he's like, I did less than half of what I set out to do. Yeah,
1: I get it. I just feel like we're too hard on ourselves, like everyone is. I just wish we would let up a little bit on ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> like, no,
0: for sure, I agree with you. some brilliant
1: I don't know, some room for error or some room for rest, like, you don't have to, like, you're not a machine, you know, you can't yeah. just constantly pump out content or pump out whatever it is that you want to achieve, like, these things take time. Yeah.
2: And you have to Especially
0: have- in a creative space, right? Yeah. Like, how, how are they just cranking out songs? You ask me to, like, format a Word document, I can listen to, like, a mixtape and zone out and just, like, do whatever needs done, but like something more creative or like iterative is not gonna come out fast. Yeah. So, anyway.
1: And on this, his commentary on, you know, sometimes I resent God. Why has He made me live this kind of life? Maybe it's because I'm religious, but I found that kind of ironic. Because <laughs> I feel like, okay, you live your whole life wanting this right yeah now that you have it and it's not what it was like how you thought it was in your head now you're blaming god for him actually giving it to you and it's kind of damn if you do damn if you don't like you would have been mad at god if you worked that hard and you didn't get what you wanted don't they
0: talk about that in uh strange Uh, i think it was there was a lyric about like the grass is always greener or something yeah yeah but I feel you.
1: Yeah. It was a bit, I'm like, all right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause even again, in our conversation that maybe we should have kept that we were just like, not this way too personal. Uh, we were saying like, there's a certain alignment of perfect factors for this to happen. And it's so rare. We already talked about digita a little bit. Um, just, yeah, the whisper rap. That's all I have to say about that. Um, what do you think? So the title is kind of like disdainful, I love like please by all means. You know how that thrills me, if any of you know that reference. And Genius tells me that this first made its appearance in the Bring the Soul documentary, and the commentary says that he was working on it ominously, whatever ominously working on it means. Um... I'm a little worried, though, again, going back to this, like, external happiness thing. He says, next is the Grammys, what do you think of it? Money boasts are only cute to me now. And I'm just like, you're really on this Grammys thing, and I love you for it. I love your tenacity. I have very low expectations when it comes to Western media, so I just get scared. On his behalf, if that's what he's pinning his happiness to
1: that if they don't get it that he would be devastated
0: yeah i mean i think they're more than deserving we've ranted about this for hours in the past but we know about xenophobia and racism in the u.s and we know about like gatekeepers to pop culture and like what's highbrow and what's lowbrow and i would argue that bts has long transcended that but Even now, you have people like, oh, you like BTS? That's cute. And I'm like, that's cool. All right. But I'm just really worried. Again, the Grammy's coming up in the lyrics. It's good to have a goal that you're working toward. But, like, I hope he's not pinning everything on that. Yeah. That is something to think about. I wonder if they...
1: If it's something you never expected to receive, can you be as devastated that you
0: didn't get it? But that's the thing about the goalpost moving. If that's his current goalpost, then, like, I, you know, they say dream big. He, he definitely should. And I don't think it's that big of a dream for them, considering where they're at. Like, it's not a stretch in my mind. I'm just worried about... <laughs> I'm like the mom, the helicopter mom. That's totally my persona right now. But I'm I'm just a little worried if he's pinning his happiness on that.
1: I'm also a firm believer in putting things out into the atmosphere and what you say will happen to you. So I try not to speak negative things on my life because I don't want it to come true. So I'm hoping that if that's what he wants to put onto the atmosphere to receive, then that's what he'll get.
0: I really hope you're right, and I hope he's right. I would love to come back on this pod and just, like, bow down and be like, step on my back. I was wrong. You got the Grammy. Like, I'm here. Just. Against all odds, I hope they get it. I
1: do. I know the Grammys are trash, uh, especially right now. <laughs> but you, you can't deny the the weight that a Grammy holds. You can't. As much as we shouldn't be so reliant on whether a an award is a validation of your artistic ability you can't deny the impact that grammy's have worldwide so
2: yeah
0: i get that get it. and it's not about dreaming small i want him to dream big i'm just
1: no i just worry yeah i know what you mean
0: it's like well-intentioned and i hope i'm wrong i hope my well-intentioned fears are completely awry <laughs> I just have very little faith in, like, the institutions that be. That's basically <laughs> what it comes down to.
1: I took this song as, so this is Cypher 4, Part 2, <laughs> basically.
2: Um,
0: 4.2, figure 4.
2: 2.
0: one. <laughs>
1: basically, it's, like, almost the same beat. Um, this is what he couldn't say in the song, because I feel like on... ETS tracks, they have to be a little bit more safe than they normally would on their mixtapes. So he was just snapping on this, like, he was sparing no lives.
0: This was the original version. Yeah,
1: but at the same time, didn't mention anyone's names, but I'm sure some people are, like, butthurt hearing it. (laughs) Man, oh my god, like, he was just going off, like, he was too honest. It was like,
0: man, spare these people. Was this the one where they had had the really long bleep on the track? yeah I don't know what it was but yeah I want to know yeah
1: um like I wrote down how do you start a verse off like sorry I don't give a f about how your life is average (laughs) how do do you start a song off like that like that was just nasty (laughs) oh he's insane also this song had no more dream And Airplane Part 2 references, so it was just a ton of references going on in this song, and he, yeah, he really, he went in on this one.
0: So I just went back to my Twitter. This was the track I was referencing. It says, "Uh, so, at Money Crying Face, so it's T underscore T, the track from August D's D2, What Do You Think, has been mentioned in RM's 2016 V Live. And RM dropped the beat in 2016, four years ago. So I'm wondering if this was one that would have gone, because it does kind of have the, like, August D1 vibe in terms of, like, rage quotient. So, like, maybe back in 2016, Big Hit was, like, (laughs) not that. And then in 2020, they're, like, do what you want. So when he dropped it in 2016, was this, like, a
1: rough draft of what Cypher 4 would have sounded
0: like? It's on a VLive. And r m. is talking, okay, I'm gonna play the audio for myself really quick. It's only a six second clip.
2: This one was written by Suga
0: So I guess it's just the hook
2: mm-hmm.
0: but uh, yeah.
1: So I'm wondering, well, I didn't watch, I shouldn't say, I don't remember the live. can't remember if I watched it or not. So I'm wondering if, was that like, was he was reviewing? Yeah, it was one of his album review V-Lives. I can't even tell which one. So I'm, I'm wondering if this was what they originally, or was a consideration for having for part four but they decided to go another route probably because they read Yungi's lyrics and they were like all right man <laughs> you're snapping but this is a bit too much for them like they can't take this heat <laughs> 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 so
0: they chose something else. yeah <laughs> and all the comments are like yoongi clearly has a stash of unreleased songs any day he could drop an album then someone's like bleep that took too long to release it's a masterpiece <laughs>
2: the funny thing
0: giving us spoilers since 2016 anyway
1: the funny thing for me is i feel like usually when fans talk about cypher part four they talk about how much they love the song but i've seen a few fans talk about how okay like yeah you guys love this song just because of the beat the lyrics really aren't even the best that they've done lyrically and i'm like well here's this song for you (laughs) like (laughs) here's 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 what you were looking for um (laughs) They were sparing you, basically, by not doing this. Like we're not on this. <laughs> they wanted stuff. to do it, but yins were not ready.
0: Yeah, like we're not <laughs> on this
1: love yourself stuff right now. Like we are <laughs> we are on some different next stuff. next era is the <laughs> F yourself era.
2: <laughs> exactly. Like,
1: that wasn't fitting the theme, so they had to <laughs> they had to choose a different route.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, what I'm Also, the money boasts are only cute to me now. I'm just like, all right, we get it. (laughs) I know. I'm a peasant, for real. It's cool. Believe me, I know my place. I know my status. You don't have to remind
2: (laughs) me. Uh,
0: Maybe I'm one of the people that's butthurt over the distress. (laughs) Way more broke than Yungi. It's a fact. Um, So then we have Strange. And the... um, genius annotation was like zero thumb game is economics and game theory and I'm like okay I see you Mr.
2: (laughs) Master's degree in political science it's fine yeah um
1: I didn't expect that the (laughs) I didn't expect the lyrical content of this song would be like this when I was just listening to it
0: right when I was listening to it it was It was probably not my favorite track, that's all I'll say. It was not the first one that jumped out at me, which is saying something, right? (laughs) But, (laughs) Um, I'm reading the lyrics, I'm like, what?
1: I think it was just, I was like, this is, (laughs) so I wrote down, this is too big of a topic to cover in one song, let alone... And in the
0: short time frame we have together on this podcast like this. Uh, Yeah, we have like five minutes left to our hour and we haven't even talked about it yet.
1: This this topic is like too woke for me, Like, like this is the kind of stuff that you think about before bed at night, and then you don't go to sleep for, like, another two hours, because you're up thinking about, like, why is the world like this?
0: (laughs) This is when you have to go to home school later, alone drinking. Literally. (laughs) Drinking alone at night after you think about this. It's like the Drake meme when it's, like, when you're at a party, and you're trying to have a good time, and then you remember, like, inequality, and, like, capitalism, and, like, poverty, and Drake is, like, not smiling in the middle of the crowded room.
1: I'm like, this is... They're, they're touching on topics and they're asking these questions that have no answers to them. Like, no no yeah. one has the answers to these. Like, I wrote the topics down. They're talking about suffering, God, happiness, meaning of partisanship. life, partisanship, war, capital, polarization, <laughs> hopes and dreams, wealth, um, greed, being poor, zero sum games. Like, really, we're talking about economics in a song. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, <it's> just <laughs> game <laughs> theory rap cipher part seventeen. Exactly. Let's go. I'm like, this is this is a lot. This is a so lot. the only lyric that I flagged because I agree with you. Other than all right, Yungi, I see you. My note says RM. No matter how much money is in your grasp, everyone is a slave to the system. Mm. So let's think about that. Uh, the next track was 28 slash the Korean title. It seems like I'm becoming an adult and I guess it's like a more nonchalant way. As a person who is 28, uh, this is now my new anthem. Like, when I was 22 and it was the T-Swift song when I was 22, I was like, here we go. Yeah. Not I'm, to compare I'm, BTS and T-Swift. but
1: I didn't write down much Or than I was like, this is too real for me. This entire album is too
0: real for me. <laughs> And then he talks about turning 20, like feeling like your life is starting when you turn 20, feeling like your life is starting when you graduate, feeling like your life is starting when you're turning 30. And it's like, eventually, you will have lived your whole life waiting for your life to start. Yeah. And that's a feeling I struggle with a lot. So very relatable.
2: Kind of hurts, but very relatable. Okay, burn it featuring Max. Go for it. Um
1: So I was interested in what this collab was going to sound like. I did not realize who Max was until I google him. <laughs> the other yeah, I
0: also didn't.
1: Actually, really like that lights down low song, I did not know that that was him. I was like, dang, this this song played like when I worked at a grocery store, like so I was pleasantly surprised hearing this track. I'm like, okay, go off with your little runs in the background, like yeah, all right, Max, you can sing. Um, <laughs> this is a tear reference with this song, and it is also sad af (laughs) he's just talking about like like who is this person that's in the mirror i don't know who this is like let's just burn this burn my past pretty much totally erase it start fresh
0: so okay so max i also did not know really who he was but when i had looked him up i saw that he had toured with fallout boy Wiz Khalifa, and hoodie allen Uh, all of whom were artists that I was familiar with as well as a couple of other people. So um, it seems like he's been around for a while and has a lot of songwriting experience, but I also did not have any expectations going in. Um, It's really good. It's catchy. Um, The lyrics that jumped out to me here were, am I being pressured to passion? Be cautious of the word original intention. Don't be afraid. Set fire to it. Times two. (laughs) No matter what, yeah, set fire to it. You, insert word here. The past you, the present you, anything is fine. Whether it become the blazing sun or cinders that remain, anytime the choice and decision is yours to make, I hope you don't forget that giving up decisively also counts as courage. What? I just uh like okay are you are you good like i
1: was asking that question the entire album like sir are
0: you all right because i'm like okay this is like kind of has a good beat like this not kind of like it has a good beat like this could be a party song sort of and then i'm like (laughs) reading the lyrics and i'm like again the party has stopped
1: yeah no that's this entire album (laughs) but
0: i think it's i think it's like a good reflection I've also been saying like still so much in this podcast. It's a journey. (laughs) We're getting there. Um, But like you're allowed to change your mind. Don't let people like hold you necessarily to what you wanted in the past. So original intention, like you set out to be this one thing or do this one thing. You're still allowed to want other things or to change your mind. And at what point if it's not working for you, are you just like, this is not what I, not what I want because none of us really know what we want, except yeah. for the few rare people that do, and I am we so happy for do. them. We think we do. Yeah, and then you get it. This is what we were talking about in one of the other songs. Like, you get it, and you're kind of like,
1: this is not what, hey, I, this wasn't what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what I feel like this entire album is.
0: He's like, uh, <laughs> how did I get here?
1: Yeah, what happened?
0: So, People is probably the song I've had on loop the most. Lyrically, I did not take as much from this. I am dying to know who the female vocals are on this track. Uh, Like, if it's Adora, like, she needs to not only be a singer-songwriter, but, like, or producer, but also, like, be a singer. Um,
1: I just assumed it was Adora whenever I hear a female voice in their songs now.
0: (laughs) And it's uncredited, rip. Can we talk about him singing?
2: Bro! Yeah.
0: Okay. First of all. I can, but if you, if I start talking about him singing, I won't stop talking about him singing. That's my problem.
1: He mentioned sometime earlier about how he was, he wanted to start taking music lessons or whatever. Not music lessons, singing lessons, so he can, like, learn how to sing. And I'm like, was he doing it for this this mixtape? Like, was he? Probably. <laughs> was he talking about doing singing lessons so he can sing, because this is not even the only song that he sings on. I'm like, this guy's just over here crooning. Come on.
0: I was infuriated when Seesaw came out. Like, infuriated. I was like, we could have had this the whole time. What, like, what you've been hiding this from us the whole time.
2: So, I'm in love with this track. It's just not fair. Yeah. It's really unfair.
0: So, but, yeah, other than that, uh, the what's good is good thing that we already talked about. I didn't flag any of the lyrics yeah um but I love the beat I love his singing I love question mark Adora's singing it's just a great track um and then there's Han Sul drinking alone literally and the lyrics are like enduring another day I thought that being an idol would be like partying every day (laughs) um
2: and I guess this will probably come up in a later track but I was thinking about
0: the celebrity experience I guess or how it changes you like it will probably come up more in Dear
2: My Friend but just so if if
0: tomorrow I went out and suddenly became like super famous I can see how it could be hard to relate to people or have peers right because when your friend is you know, wondering if they'll make rent this month, and suddenly you pull up, like, in your Mercedes at age 27, 28, and your 30k rolly, and I mean, all of that stuff is superficial, don't get me wrong, like, it doesn't necessarily change a person, but I can see how being a celebrity and having, like, a really awkward schedule could be very isolating. Um, I have some friends who travel a ton for work as we've discussed previously and I'm not going to like go into details on that again but just like it's really hard for people to meet people or maintain relationships or develop new friendships when you're just constantly away or just in a completely different situation so Um, it would be hard to party every day like how do you have friends when you are truly what people would call like peerless that was my note
2: right
1: Well, I think money changes people, whether it's good or bad, I should say, for the most part. Um, And when you get money, people start looking at you differently and usually start treating you differently. I guess that's how you're able to figure out who's like really Really? for you or who's here for your money. Yeah. Yeah. When they all start falling off because you're not. (laughs) blessing them with money. <laughs> That's how you know. Um so yeah, I just I just felt bad reading all of these lyrics for this entire album. I just felt bad listening to it. <laughs> like, like god, like they're having such a hard time. Um and I'm sure it's hard to have this dream, this fantastic dream, and then you get the dream and it's not what it was that you thought it would be. And now you have to deal with all the repercussions of this dream. And it's tough. Like, it's not easy.
0: Yeah. So, I just, yeah, I agree with you. I don't have anything to add there, really. Like he was saying, it's scary
1: sometimes. It makes me want to run away from it all. Like, dang. I completely understand why, but dang, like, that's just so hard
2: to hear. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I mean, I, I think the scariest thing for me would be the visibility. Yeah. I'm generally okay. I mean, I say this now, not as a person that travels like nonstop, but I'm generally okay with like long haul flights and disruptions to routines. Like I, like that's fine. But I think the thing that would be the scariest is everyone inspecting everything you do like there's a time I'll post something on my Instagram story and then I'm like should I have posted that like is that not cool and like only 50 people have seen it and I'm still sitting there being like an anxious ball of like was this a good choice you know and I can't imagine that feeling times like a billion yeah <sighs>
1: I think I'm more worried about them developing in an alcohol addiction.
0: <laughs> I know. This song, I was like, uh, Jimin said he got over this, but, like, are you good? Oh. I mean,
1: drinking culture is already different over there in Korea, but... Yeah. I mean, they sound like they drink to medicate, which I guess could be normal, too, but that's troublesome. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's, that's... I mean... At least in the U.S., which is the only really cultural context I can speak to, drinking alone is like sort of frowned upon. I mean, drinking too much in social situations is, but people will be like, oh, it's like a social lubricant or like, it's kind of normal if we're going out to like a club to drink or like cut a little loose or... Friends pre gaming before, like a big game or something, but it's almost always social. So that like solitude really jumped out at me. But
1: then also, you start realizing like how much of it is social and how much of it is you depend on doing this every time you go.
0: Well, that's the thing, right? Like, if I feel (laughs) awkward just dancing and I can't dance without drinking, then like, what am I numbing? Like, that's not any different. I'm not being like high and mighty here.
1: No, I know. I, I'm just saying, like you know,
0: yeah,
1: addictions are, yeah, a lot. Um, next song was "Set Me Free," which was all a- I wrote.
0: Is "Are You Good, Bro?" So <laughs> I didn't know what that was supposed to be. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really like this song, and I yeah. wish it
2: was
1: longer. It reminds me of early Coldplay. And I know they're Mm -hmm. Coldplay fans, so I was wondering if that had any influence on it. But I really enjoy the song also. I'm assuming that's him singing. So
0: I'm like, here we go, yeah. 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 Tenor menu. I think I have like error 404 that I didn't comment on his singing at all because I just can't. Like, what is...
1: uh, I don't know. It was scary. He's like, (laughs) set me free even though I know it's not going to turn out the way I want set me free, even though that's not what I want. So I'm like, well, why do you want to be set free then? It's just, it's a lot. I have a lot of questions about this.
0: Coming back to the same theme of the album, is like, he got everything he wanted, but like, does he actually still want it? And what comes with it that he doesn't want? Yeah. Uh, I don't
1: need do- help, which is kind of scary.
0: I know. I know. That's why, like, I said, like, are you okay? But, like, that's actually, like, not a joke. Right. If a friend released that track, it'd be like, hey, just checking in. Is everything good yeah. on
2: your end? Like,
0: talk to me. Exactly. Tell me what's wrong. Hey, if you need anything, I'm here to talk. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Send me your address. Gonna send you a care package. Yeah. Like, yeah that's one thing. Okay. Not to get off on a huge tangent because we don't really have time for that tonight, but like people talk, we've talked in like one of our earliest episodes about like parasocial relationships and how like relationships online are not really real. And you can dive really into like the fan celebrity relationship. And like, I feel like they give us so much, but it's almost like one way, like how do we offer them support facts? Not that I want to like infringe on their personal life, but like, how can I, as a fan, like, metaphorically, or, like, how can I communicate to him? Like, are you okay? I Army mean, love you.
2: Don't worry so much. Yeah. Like, if you want to quit, quit. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Last track on the album. <laughs> um, Dear My Friend.
1: I just wrote in big letters, this is sad.
0: (laughs) Why are we laughing? Um, (laughs) That's the whole problem. This is sad. Did you read the lyrics about a friend being in prison? Yeah, I'm like, is this real? His friend was on drugs and... Like, when someone's, and it's, I think it's so relatable at the same time, like, he offers specific details, but we all have those friends that we've had to, like, leave behind because they're really bad
2: for us. Yeah. Or, like,
0: not healthy, but we still miss them. Or the people that, like, we suddenly sit up in the middle of the night, like, angsting about, like, how we let something end. Yeah. (sighs) I
1: originally, like, when I was first reading the lyrics, I thought he was... You know how he, sometimes people will write songs where they're talking to themselves?
2: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: I thought he was saying, Dear My Friend, but like in the end it was going to be he's talking to himself. Right. No, he's talking about somebody going to jail. Like, yeah, this
0: isn't...
2: This. Isn't. Although when
0: it's like Half Sleeping Eyes, I'm like, what was this friend on? I guess it
1: but. made me realize even more like we really do not know them at all (laughs) we really don't I mean I already know that we don't but it just made it more evident like we only know seven years worth of their life yeah we don't know much else
2: well I
1: before we wrap up (laughs) when I was listening to this without reading the lyrics I was hoping that this was going to be like I should say no how do I rephrase this reading the lyrics and getting to this song at the end I was hoping that this song was going to be more um uplifting uplifting and it was going to be a turnaround like oh you know all this um sadness and then there was some like glimmer of hope at the end (laughs) but then I was like dang you save the worst for last (laughs) I'm like nope there isn't and then I was like oh that just makes it so much more real because that's how life works like life doesn't always give you that happy ending at the end it just doesn't work that way so I'm like this guy is so real oh it's so hard to hear but oh
2: he's so real I respect him as an artist (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sure he would love to hear that, (laughs) but yeah, yeah,
1: and I don't know how to explain it, but this is very Pisces of him. I don't, I was gonna
0: say my best friend from undergrad, and she was my roommate for three years, is a Pisces, and like this is why I know Yungi and I would get along. I'm just like, he is like the quintessential Pisces,
1: yeah. I'm like, my Pisces friend, this is if she could make an album, this is what it would sound like. (laughs) I don't know, I try and see. I guess it's just me i try to see life and i had to reframe how i think because i definitely didn't think like this a while ago i try to see life glass half full rather than seeing it half empty so it was a bit rough listening to this
2: yeah
0: but it's his real valid feelings you know yeah it's 100 valid I'm not going to, I might not like what he has to say. You might not like what he has to say, especially in certain tracks. But the fact that he feels open and free enough to publish all of these, ranging from his rant against God to his, like, insane diss track that they clearly had been sitting on since 2016. Like, the fact that he can just, like, put this out there and, like, have a good reception and, like, let it go is really good. I'm happy. Yeah. Thanks for putting up with our unplanned rant about August D2. Is it just D2? I've been calling it August D2, but... I think it's just D2, but same same difference. <laughs> anyway, we ranted about it. We actually gave a review on time. <laughs> wow. The, okay, forget, like, the weekly posting. This might be the biggest deal for us. Since we're, like, something relevant in a timely fashion. So. so we still have to edit, so let's not speak too soon. <laughs> Saturday we'll roll around we'll be like nah (laughs) but no we gotta do it so cool anyway uh until the next time and we'll be back with our regularly
2: scheduled programming peace